0: How slowly life goes, and how violently alive is hope. Let the hour chime, the light wane, the days go away, I remain. In days of yore, when I was an English teacher, it was required by the demands of the all-powerful state and federal governments that we teach surgeon concepts. This probably isn't earth-shattering information to anyone, but what is maybe unique or less well understood is the whiplash effect from teaching one set of standards, one prescribed way, to suddenly deviating in ways that make even less sense to the students. Like, you'd be telling them, remember how last year we said the sky was blue? Well, now it's actually colorless, and you need to prove to me that squares are round also. Um, Maybe not to that degree, but the point is teachers don't always jibe what they're teaching. But one thing I always really loved um, while teaching was that in English curriculum, we got to talk a lot about simile and metaphor, which may sound painful to some of you, but I like to broaden the concept for my students as a way to harness the power of allegory and analogy in speech. And it's a way that expands or deepens the way we see the world and connect to it. Um, and it's essential in every form of communication, be that a courtroom case, sports commentator, a wedding vow, you name it. Um, So with that preface out of the way, let's get to the poem, Le Pont Mirabeau, or The Mirabeau Bridge, which was written by Guillaume Apollinaire and published in 1912. Um, In its feel, its form, its subject matter, it almost feels like a bridge across eras of poetry. It speaks about love so directly that the topic feels almost archaic, almost quaint, Um, and yet there is something about it where it leads the reader that makes the meaning inconclusive in a way that really feels thoroughly modern to me. So let's read Le Pont Mirabeau by Guillaume Apollinaire. This is the translation by Ron Padgett, which um, all the translations have kind of different feels, and I felt like this captured what we were going for the best. Beneath the pole Mirabeau flows the Seine and our loves. Must I remember them again? Joy always used to follow pain. Let the hour chime, the light wane, the days go away, I remain. Hand in hand, let's stay face to face. While under the bridge of our arms go past waves, so weary of everlasting gazes. Let the hour chime, the light wane, the days go away, I remain. Love goes away, the way this water flows, love goes away. How slowly life goes and how violently alive is hope. Let the hour chime, the light wane, the days go away, I remain. Days and weeks drift past like rain, neither time passed nor our loves come back again. Beneath the palm near flows the Seine, let the hour chime, the light wane, the days go away, I remain. So, bridges, rivers, metaphors, and symbols that are probably about as old as the topic of love itself. Um, so why this poem? What makes Apollinar's Treatment? worth looking at. I selected this translation for two reasons. It keeps the rhyme and rhythm of the original French text, which is crucial, I think, to the feel of the poem, and it holds to this description of hope um, in this poem as being rendered as something violent or violently alive. More on that in a moment, but this translation also eschews punctuation, which feels like another maybe almost hackneyed or cliched trope of modern literature, but serves a purpose here, I think, in allowing each line to find its rhyme syllable, um, and not stop on it and flow directly into the next. I think this is clearest in the refrain. Let the hour chime, the light wane, the days go away, I remain. These markers of time that are used um, all manage to blur into one another while the speaker remains unmoved. Or at least one reading of this is that the speaker remains Another is that it is the bridge that remains, and that the speaker is likening himself to the bridge. After all, the image of the two lovers' arms as a bridge has been used, Uh, a bridge above the waves, weary of everlasting gazes, for example. And then back to hope, being violently alive. This almost feels jarring, but it makes sense. Uh, When we experience a loss that causes us pain, it's hard not to hope for what we lost uh, to return to us. In that hope, though, which is nearly impossible to quell as anybody who's experienced a, a breakup or a death or tragic loss can, can attest to, we experience greater pain um, as if our loss is recurring until we grow numb to it. And in fact, that numbness is what allows that hope to finally subside in, in its violence um, that we feel emotionally in us. This again gives way to the refrain, that blurring of elements against what remains. There's an insight here that the experience of hope's violence occurs from thinking that things return. When reason tells us that, in the poem's words, neither time passed nor our loves come back again. I've wondered about this. Um, What happens to love when the object of our love is gone? When something that held our devotion and affection, our heart and our mind is passed from us by death, by breakup, by you know, these fleeting fickle attachments that we have as human beings. To think of ourselves as the bridge above it all, or as an observer on the bridge, we see the impressions that are left by this river, which in this case is the Seine, and all its symbolic weight in French culture and history. The river could be the sole reason, in fact, for the bridge to exist in the first place, isn't it? So is that the reading? That despite the wearying effort of reminding ourselves that joy follows pain, that hope is often forlorn, that life carries love away, um, that even as life goes slowly, it allows for things to be built atop it. Uh, new things, bridges that we can build alone, or bridges that can span shorelines and allow us to stand amidst the suddenness and slowest, slowness of life, if only for a moment. The bridge is always there as an artifact of love, of giving. As love passes with the waters of the river, as it washes to the sea, as rivers do, there may be a new pair of arms to help form a bridge to show that our capacity to love um, And for love to change is not limited to loss, but hopefully to the creation of something new. Thank you.